Welcome to the Sitcom Bros Podcast. Welcome to episode 24 of the Zip Code Bros. We got some special guests on today. We got Mr. Mike Whitaker and Mr. Adam from Bama, referee Adam. You thought I was going to say something, didn't you? I did. <laughs> Bated breath. With us, uh, as always. It doesn't get much, it doesn't get any more special than Mike Whitaker. That's no. right. One That's of true. a kind, right here, baby. One of a kind. Eat your heart out, Rob Van Dam, because we got one of a kind, Mike Whitaker. <laughs> With us, as always, is, of course, Ben Jones and James Sorensen. How you guys doing? Really good. Happy to have our guests from the Kickout crew on today. I agree with you. I agree with you. Jimmy, get on camera for a few minutes. Nice to see your face. Thank you. Driving. Okay, that's long, that's long enough. I'm cutting back <laughs> off now. There you go. And today's episode is all about the beast. My dad asked the question, why do they call him the beast? I said, just look at him. The beast. <laughs> That's it. Rock. Lesnar. He's huge. Like, come oh, on now. He's also a big guy, too. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. Yeah. I mean, and I'm glad you guys brought me on, on this episode because I actually have a good story about Brock Lesnar where I ran into him one time. Oh, right on. So, right on. So back when I was living in Daytona, there used to be, I mean, I used to go, you know, on the strip, we used to go bar hopping all the time and everything else. There was this little Irish pub, small bar, real small. I mean, they had like, like, I don't know. It, it was, it was small. <laughs> but, um, I remember, like, I was in there one time, you know, we were all hanging out, having a good time, you know, going from bar to bar. We went to this one, and I was walking into, like, going towards the bathroom, and, I mean, this hallway is big enough for two of me. It is going down this hallway. And I'm running this guy and kind of bump into him and everything else. He kept on walking, you know, didn't say excuse me, didn't say nothing, cowboy hat, big, big dude. Uh, and this motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> this this, this dude. <laughs> this fucking guy. This dude, you know. And um, you know, so I go to the bathroom, come out, drinking everything else, and kind of about 15 minutes later, I notice there's a couple people around, and come to find out, it was Brock Lesnar is oh. the one that was the one coming out of the bathroom that I ran into. I mean, so, I mean, it was kind of cool. He was top then. He didn't want his picture taken. He didn't want to have to associate with nobody. Like, anybody go up to him, he's like, hey, go off. Get out, get, get away from me. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, even, like, when I bumped into him, like I said, he just kept on walking. Like, he just walked. Boom. He probably, like, man, he, Mike, he probably man, he was a win. He yeah. Probably, yeah. He probably didn't feel it. Yeah, it's on going. Like I'm, I turn out like, dude. Like, you know, I kind of scoot off from the side a little bit. You know, give him room. He still bumped into me, but he was so big in a, a small hallway. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm, it happens. But I, you know, I didn't even say, you know, excuse me. I was in a good mood. You know, having a good time, <laughs> having a thing. And but yeah, but he did not want his pictures taken. He didn't want to associate with nobody at the time. 
Was know? he there with Danny Cody? He he was by himself. He had one other person with him, but this was his uh, UFC. Oh, okay. Era. So it was kind of big time for him. He wasn't quite. Okay. He was. He was already past WWE. Already had that mainstream going. Everything else, but he still came in. But he had the big cowboy hat on. I do remember that. He had the big cowboy hat on, and um, I don't know why he was there in Daytona at the time, but. He was there. Maybe he shows Great. Was was this before yeah. or after Goldberg beat him? Oh, it was way before Goldberg beat him. Oh, okay. Were you and still this, a Goldberg this fan at this UFC. time? Yeah, this was his like UFC run. So, was well, I guess it would have been after the WrestleMania WrestleMania Goldberg, but oh, back when you were still a Goldberg fan. Yeah. No, I was never a Goldberg fan. Uh, I get it. There. I get it backwards. I'm sorry, buddy. Don't even go there. <laughs> next, next, <laughs> next. Well, go So let's just kind of dive right into Brock Lesnar. What kind of your? I mean, Mike, you had your. Uh, that was a great story about that. But what was your first introduction to Brock Lesnar? Mine. Yeah. Uh, I guess it, it would have had to been when he was in WWE when he came in and like beat up the Hardys and you know came in as Wrecking Ball. I mean, he, he came in as a beast and thought that was something going to be a mate. You know, when he came in that first time with Paul Heyman, you know, coming through the crowd, you you knew it was going to be something special. This yeah. this wasn't a one off. This was going to be something. special. Next big thing. What about you, Jimmy? When was your first intro to Brock Lesnar? 2012, when he came back to WWE. Um, was that when he interrupted Cena's promo? Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I know exactly. Come on. Hey, Bama, when did you first get in? Uh, get introduced to Brock Lesnar? Yeah, I remember when he come out, and I, I want to see who this is that he come out. I know he spiked uh, old Spike Dudley. He, he sure power bombed him to hell three different times. Yep. Uh, I can't remember who else was a part of that. But um, poor old Spike Dudley. What's the jury? I think Al Snow was in a yes. hardcore yes. match with somebody. Al Snow, is, yes. is that when? He, is that when he gave him the, like the three power bombs back to back to back? Yeah. Yeah. He didn't let him go. He just kept holding. Yeah. Him. Yeah. Kept holding him and, and just kept slamming him. Smashed him into the mat. A man should not be that large in that. I mean, it's it's and be able to do all that athletically. Yeah. And, he, and you got to give this fight Dudley for that one, too. Oh, yeah. He's literally, he's literally a freak of nature. And the most good and the most craziest and awe inspiring ways. Yeah. Ben, I'm curious. Because I've been. No, I was, I was going to ask you. I'm curious what your first impressions and first introduction of Brock Lesnar is or was. Yeah, it's it, it's what Batman was just saying about his, his debut when he rocked up with Paul Heyman. And he cleared the ring of Al Snow and there was someone else in that hardcore match. I can't remember who, but when he got his hands on Spike Dudley and, yeah, like smashed him into the mat. Because oh, on TV, like you can hear how powerful that was. And the fact that he didn't let him go three times just so much power and and 
I've been watching wrestling since the mid eighties and I've never seen anyone of his size with his look and being able to do what he can do. Like guys like that shouldn't be able to jump off the top rope. <laughs> no, but, no, not at all. It's crazy. And that right there, that was his debut. Was with Spike or was it with the Hardys? Hardys. No, it was Spike. Yeah, was Hardys Spike, was Alice, no one, somebody else. Okay, and then Hardys was probably like the next week or something like that or pretty close to it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. I mean, because I, I remember the Spike thing. I just couldn't remember which one came first. I thought, I thought, I thought Spike and, and I thought Spike and Al were in tag match against the Hardys. It was Al Snow. It was Maven. Ah, Maven. Ah. Okay. And he absolutely kills Spike Dudley. I mean, I, oh, Jesus. But yeah, that was his debut on Monday Night Raw. You're right. You guys are absolutely right. Watching what a good way to. What a good way to come in also as a heel, like would you attack the smallest baby face on the roster? Like, what was the date? Yeah, right. What was the, what was I the mean, exact date? Spike Dudley is laying down on the ground and Brock Lesnar grabs his neck, throws him in the air so high, he catches him on his shoulders. Power bombs and him. And power bombs him. March what 17th. No, never mind. That's not it. Uh, I mean, it was like he was... After, wasn't it the night, was it the night after Mania? After WrestleMania 18? 4.24. No, that was when it was posted. Never mind. I don't know when it was. But it was, I think it was a Raw after uh, WrestleMania, whatever it was. Yeah, I think he came back. That's when he came, came out was Raw after Mania. But, I mean, yeah, he, he, uh, he, came out, he came out looking like a beast. I mean, just dominating. Terrifying. Everything. I mean, the power. Exactly. Of- that's how the athlete had not been seen before. I mean, Ben, you were just talking about watching wrestling since the mid-80s. I mean, you think a guy is as strong as Hulk Hogan. Like, Brock Lesnar was just on a different level. A complete oh. powerhouse. Just, just like a pure powerhouse. But, but he could do athletic moves. And I think I think his new <laughs> style in the last 10 years is really... I don't think people really remember that he could fucking go. I mean, right. the matches against Benoit, the matches against Eddie Guerrero, the matches against Kurt Angle, like, he could wrestle. He was, like, he 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 could go, Lesnar. March 18th, 2002. There you go. Okay. I, I, think, I think he could go now if they, if he really wanted to. Like, if they set up the right yeah. match, he could put on a real, but they want to come out there and be the beast. They want to be Brock Lesnar and just come out so, there and Superlet City, the story, and go home. Well, he had a great match against AJ Styles. He had a great match against Brian Danielson. I mean, he definitely Mm -hmm. can work now if you you let him work. Crazy to think, though. Literally a year and, like, two weeks after his debut, he's headlining WrestleMania. Because he won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, but I'm saying to be in that spot. Do you, know, do you remember who he eliminated in the Royal Rumble? The Undertaker, Kane, and the. Uh, I'm trying to think who the other final four was. It was him, Kane, Undertaker, and was it the Big Show? Kane, Undertaker was. Kane was, was eliminated by Undertaker. Okay. Because yeah. Undertaker turned on Kane and threw him out, and then right when he did that, that's when Lesnar threw him over. Right. Lesnar, like, and Lesnar literally 
super excited that he won like that. And who did he beat his first WrestleMania? The Olympic gold medalist. Okay, so fun fact: the night before Kurt Brock wrestled Kurt for the WWE title, my dad and stepmom got married. Nineteen years. Nineteen years later, I'm at my first WrestleMania with Brock Lesnar facing. So those Keep are you guys. Know, Jimmy is driving to Jersey. What's in Jersey? Wrestling Showcase. Oh, there we go. And where can you find that at, Jimmy? First <laughs> Premier Streaming Network. <laughs> well, you can also find the Kick Out Crew. Oh, there you go. <laughs> I like to sprinkle. I like to sprinkle them out. I like it. Um, Jimmy, why don't you tell everybody what you're doing this weekend? Going to Wrestling Showcase. Uh, just experience in the East Coast. Nice. Yeah. Hanging out with uh, JD, just Justin Davis of the Bonwater Talking Masson with Bonwater Dave uh, on Sunday. Shout out to Bonwater Dave and those guys, and I hope they get the 200 subscribers because I would love to see them try that chip challenge. <laughs> uh, did you guys? Oh. I don't like it. I guess you guys don't know. Um, they're recalling all those hot chip things. Oh, are they? I mean, I understand why. Uh, it's crazy. I mean, we'll see. All right, we'll see. But what about... Um, I'm sorry, James, am I interrupting you? I was just saying, like, yeah, it was like, it's just crazy to see Brock be able to go to my first mania with Brock Lesnar. Headlining that one 20, um, 20 years late, 19 years later. It's a, it, it's, it's uh, a nice full me. circle. I'll give you that. It's a nice full circle. For me personally. Yeah, for sure. But uh, having talked about the different incarnations of Brock and his character, what is, uh, what's been your favorite incarnation of Brock Lesnar? Let's start with Whitaker. Oh. The, oh, version, the version that gets beat by Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> and how, and, and like what? In like a minute 45? Oh, that sounds man. about right. Yeah. These guys. <laughs> Young guys. Um, Honestly, I like, you know, within this past year, we came out like the country boy, country boy Brock uh-huh. type deal. Brock I, re- I really like that one. Like he was coming out there and he was having fun. Yeah. Like you can tell he was having fun. He wasn't there about the business, you know. So I'm gonna say these latest ep- like these latest years where he's just coming out and having fun, having a good time. He don't need to be there. He don't have to be there. He's there and he's having fun. And I think that's all about it. it, it with anybody, come on, have fun. You don't have to be there. But if you're having fun and you're doing it, you're having a good time, and we're having a good time watching it. Absolutely, that's a great answer. What about you, Bama? Uh, so I'm I'm liking the current Brock, but for one reason, he comes out with a knock knock joke with Bobby Lashley, <laughs> and he says, "Hey, Paul, knock knock." Paul Hammond says, "I thought I've heard everything." Brock Lesnar, we're a knock knock joke. He goes, "Okay, who's there?" He says, "Bobby." 
Bobby who? Exactly. <laughs> I, thought was, I thought it was Bob. I thought it was Bob. He did Bobby in the not not joke. I died. I freaking died. I fell I fell in love with Butt Lesnar again right then and there. And also, Bobby yeah, he's, 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 he's also, having fun. Didn't yeah. you also see the tractor live, Bama? Yeah, it was SummerSlam last year. Yeah. But you guys were in Nashville for SummerSlam? Yes, sir. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I was. I was a Frank. That's awesome. Hey, Ben, what's your favorite incarnation of uh, Mr. Lesnar? I'd probably say his initial run, you know, seeing this beast appear out of nowhere and wondering what the potential was going to be with him, like what WWF was going to do with him. Uh, and just seeing his rise, you know, like he became the youngest world champion, you know, his main event in WrestleMania after just a year, like, it's crazy. Yeah, for sure. And also seeing things like him, you know, picking up the big show and giving him an F5. Um, oh, that know, was awesome. When they, when they did the exploding um, suplex off the top rope. Yep. That was him and big show. Smackdown. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. like all these things are crazy to watch. We, uh, I was at Survivor Series 2002 when he did when uh, he F5 Big Show, and it was incredible. He picked him up like it was nothing. Yeah, you remember when he F5 the uh, Vince McMahon? Mm-hmm. No, I, no, I don't think I do. Yeah, he was Vince McMahon was about to fire Paul Heyman, and right before he could say, You are fired, right before he could say that. Brock Lesnar's music hit. Come out, F5 Vincent, man. So good. In 2012 or 2013. So funny. Jimmy, what about you? What's your favorite version of Brock? Um, that's a tough one. Just, it, it's so... I've gone to see the last the last twelve years, so just seeing that, and then his matches with Kurt. I guess I guess mm. WWE WWE champion the first time, or second time. Okay. Post Mania nineteen. Okay. Well, but after that year, yeah, he left. <clears throat> He did have some real good matches with Kurt Angle. I can he say that. Like, um, but I mean, who didn't who didn't have a good match with Kurt Angle? Honestly. Yeah, I mean, I know this Brock Lesnar episode, but Kurt Angle had five star matches all across the board. Some people are just too stupid to realize. So, so my my favorite version of Brock Lesnar is the uh, the the kind of his. Not his latest version, but his Paul Heyman, so his second Paul Heyman association, where he became the attraction guy, where he was beating everybody, he was beating Taker, he was beating Roman, he was beating everybody. That's my favorite version when he was just dominant. That was my when he was when he started Suplex City. There you go, Suplex City version. Suplex of City. Yep. That, that's when he came back against Goldberg, right? Yeah. And he beat Goldberg. And he beat Goldberg, the greatest day. He beat, he beat wait, he beat Goldberg, right? Goldberg. <laughs> well, this is like that was like six years and like five years into it. 
Later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know, but he beat Goldberg. But he beat Goldberg. It. That's it. Yeah, he beat Goldberg. After <laughs> after after getting beat by Goldberg twice. But he beat Goldberg. He beat Goldberg. You know, one of the things what? about Lesnar, I was when I was doing the research on him, was he's had a ton of good matches. Like mm-hmm. I was going through they there's like top ten lists of his matches from like just like when he left the first time and then he came back the second time and when he came back the third time. So it's like there was like 30 matches there and I was writing them down and I'm gonna jump around to you guys and ask you a bunch of your favorite matches, but a couple of my favorite matches was you know, just being a Hogan fan, I loved when he when when he be, I love I don't know why, but I loved when he beat the crap out of Hulk Hogan. Yeah, that was good. I mean, you oh, put him over like a million bucks. I think, and that had a lot to do with Hogan too, because I mean, he beat the crap out of Hogan. And I was Hogan pissed, that, I was pissed that, about that. Were you? That, yeah, because that that week was the uh, global warning show down here in Melbourne, and Hogan was advertised for that event. But on that SmackDown beforehand, that's when Lesnar took Hogan out, and he didn't travel. Oh, well, that sucks. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah. See, I, I would figure, you know, Hogan saying, you know, hey, this is the next big thing, you know, and letting Brock do that to him. You know, Hogan has to let him do it to him. So I think Hogan's yeah. giving the credit for it worked for him, brother. <laughs> I mean, it kind of does. Okay. So, speaking of things, like stuff like that, like Cena. So, Lesnar had a match with Cena at SummerSlam 14, which was so lopsided visually. That was his first squash match. The first. That's what set it off. Mm-hmm. But it was like, but C- Cena's gone on record to say. If he would have had, if he would have had shown much offense or defense or whatever, it would have devalued the him breaking the streak. And yeah, so that's why that's why it was booked like that. Cena saw the big picture of Les, of Lesnar when he came after the streak. Oh, for sure. That was his first. That was the first suplex city. Yeah. That's when it came out was Suplex City. Yep. I mean, he gave one after another, after another, after another, and kept going. That was the first Suplex City. Well, my favorite. At the Rumble the following year, you got Cena and Rollins. Him and Cena had really good matches. Mm-hmm. Him and Taker had great matches. Well, we're going to talk about his feuds in a second. You know, this is more about the matches, but like on the no. one. Um, what do you think, Jimmy? What are a couple of your favorite uh, Lesnar matches? I was saying, like, like is a Hell in the Cell match the first time with Taker that in uh, an 2 I thought that was a great way to get to blow off for that for that to to, to establish Brock as a as the guy SmackDown. His first two matches out. His first, yeah, first two matches were Taker. Yeah. And just incredible. Just 
And in O two, that that's when he came back from the UFC, right? No. No, no, no. That was four that was in two thousand fourteen when he came Twelve. back from the UFC. Twelve. Dude, like a little less sassy when you correct people. Just saying. You don't have to be the smartest yeah, guy. Yeah, I, I was asking question. No, no, I was being sassy. I was trying to Oh no, phone. this is no Michael, this is not a first time offense for Jimmy. I'm saying Jimmy has to be the smartest guy in the room, is my point. Oh, okay. Yes. I was being sassy, but okay. <laughs> I was saying it because I was like, I don't know, that's kind of they were like, well. Coming, coming off the one that's voted for us off yeah. the island, right? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Not only is he voted off the island, everybody on the island pushes him all away from the island. <laughs> oh, you know what? Great side note. So we're me and Jimmy are talking to uh, Domino the other day, and uh, I, I got to give a shout out to Domino because what he's doing is is fantastic. My buddy Chris, go check him out on YouTube at Domino Chris. He's doing thirty ballparks in thirty days. He's documenting it. It's funny. It's awesome. It's an awesome watch. Just go check him out. But we're talking last night, and it's me, Jimmy, and Domino. And we're putting all the podcast guys into an island. And and first you start off with four teams of four. And then once you're down to 10 people, then it's everybody for themselves. No, that would be fun. So they had the kickout crew. They had the filter free guys. They had the pond water show. And they had us. And they had our show. So 16 of oh, us. That'd be fun. Right? That'd be a fun thing to do. <laughs> how, did it, how did it finish? Uh, we didn't get that far. Uh, we didn't get it that initial, far. It was, it was initial booking. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say I'm going to be one of the top guys. I have to say that. <laughs> well, I just said, I'll just say this. We, I think we came to a collective thing that Filter Free was the first to come. Yeah. Well, I, I, I'm, the only reason I'm saying that is because I can go out there camping for at least a week or so. Easy. No cell phone service, no nothing, and you eat what you catch. Oh, yeah, you definitely got survival skills. Ben thinks he has survival skills, but... Yeah, well, I mean, he's in Australia. He got big He got big spiders. Whoop de I, I, can, I can hunt crocodiles. We'll, we'll kill the big spiders and even for chicken legs. I mean... <laughs> so, so hang on, hang on, hang on. Step back. You said you eat what you catch? Yeah. <laughs> I guess Orson's eating chlamydia. Uh-oh. Oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> uh -oh. Those of no, well, no, I'm not even going there. Anyway. I love, love anyway. you, too. <laughs> anyway. So, what about, what about you, Ben? What are some of the matches you uh, remember from Brock? Uh, when he beat WrestleMania. Hey, who are you talking to? You say Bam or Ben. I can't tell the difference. I said Ben. But I can call him something different if you like for the time being. Because it sounds the same, does it not, Ben? Say ref. All right. So that's right. Or great, greatest of all time, either one. <laughs> I tell you what, you guys, you guys figure it out. Just, whoever wants to go, start talking. It's your show. It's your show. Uh, Bobby, no, hang on. 
You say that yeah. on your show that it's my show and our show. But now, but now it's your show. Yes. So, Mister Steelers fan, matches. Ah, okay. What, 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 how, what do you, uh, what do you like, brother? So WrestleMania 19 versus Kurt. That was a classic. Uh, SummerSlam versus The Rock. Um, and uh, against Eddie when Eddie won the title. That was a real good one. That was a good that match. Was a match. That was a yeah. great match. Technical and everything. I mean, he did it all in that match. I'm I am shocked you're saying that was a cool match because the man named Goldberg was involved in that match. <laughs> but he did I cost was... Brock and he cost Brock Lesnar the title. Whitaker, I was there at WrestleMania twenty for that horrible match that I won't speak of. <laughs> oh man! That was a match. I I don't know. <laughs> what about you, Bam? What are some of your favorite Brock Lesnar matches? I mean, he's he's got a ton of them. I mean, he's his match, any match with him and Roman. Uh, oh yeah, him and Seth Rollins. Uh, him mm-hmm. and Randy Orton. Um, and I can't believe none of y'all said this one. Brock Lesnar, Samoa Joe. Oh, yeah, that, that, that is a good a one. Damn good match. Yeah, that, that is a good one. I I forgot all about that one. That was at Great Balls of Fire. Yeah, <laughs> I, that's that's why I forgot about that one. Um, uh, that, was yeah, match. I, that was a decent pay-per-view. I mean, the, the name of it sucked, but the, the pay-per-view itself was pretty good. Uh, he had a good one with Rob Van Dam. Had a good one with Rey Mysterio. Uh, but I think his best ones were with Kurt Angle. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kurt, I Angle, hate... Kurt Angle and Eddie Guerrero, I think, are his best opponents. I uh, had a damn good one well, with Chris Benoit, too. Benoit, I think The Undertaker is one of his best opponents, too. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think he needed. He didn't need to beat the streak, though. No, he didn't. No, he no. didn't. But you think, like, um, Gallagher, you mentioned, you know, like Chris Wall, uh, Kurt Angle, Eddie mm-hmm. Guerrero. All of those opponents kind of have the same style. Yeah. You know, you think it's that style that kind of helps him have that great match. I think so, because if you look the more recent, you look at guys like Brian Danielson, you look at guys like AJ Styles, similar, had those great matches with Lesnar, where he could just work and wrestle. Yeah, and I mean, and they put on a good match, no matter what. You know, no matter who you put them against. I don't think I've ever been disappointed. Yeah, I don't think I've ever not liked a Brock Lesnar match. Brock Triple H. Yeah, I say. I was actually, too. The match. The matches that have the intensity, you know, like like with how Brock is, he looks like an intense guy. I mean, those with Eddie, Benoit, Angles, Seth, like those old, somewhat old old school kind of guys, just kind of the intensity was just way off the charts and just Grand Slam type of type of. He could have a good match with Daniel Bryan. He could have a good match with Cena. Big Show, Rey Mysterio. Well, it didn't matter. It didn't matter who it was. 
Hey, buddy. Right. Uh, I but, still, him and Samoa Joe is still one of my top five matches ever. But I guess his uh, match with Drew, um, we're forgetting. Even though it was like, but the build up to that was kind of cool with him, Rock being in that rumble at number one. That's when Drew eliminated him. Yep. Yeah. Is that, is that the one where you put the title on the line? No. He didn't put it on the line, but he chose he to was, come out first. Yeah, he was yeah. WWE champion, though. And it was WrestleMania after that when Brock Lesnar faced Drew McIntyre, so Drew beat him. He was dancing. The, he was, like, dancing the MVP scene. Um, just, he was happy. She showed him. Charles Stiles showing. That was, that was a great fumble. It's like a two-parter. Yeah. The Rumble's always great. I love the Rumble. Do you guys uh, – so here, I'm going to do a little turn for, for, for one. Uh, uh, I should say a little twist on the show for a second because we never talk about this, but – Gallagher, Gallagher, the one where Brock come out and won money in the bank and then turn the briefcase into a boombox. Yes, that's <laughs> fantastic. So, oh. so good, so good. And then our goal. And then when R-Truth popped him. Lesnar come out dancing like a boombox with it on his shoulder. He was out there dancing in the middle of the ring. Oh, it was great. He's He can do it all, Lesnar. And speaking of the year, how closely did you guys follow his UFC career? Not very. No. I, I followed it some. I was just getting into UFC at the time. So I followed it some, but I didn't follow it a lot. No? Okay. That was yeah, one that, that got me into UFC was Brock Lesnar. And I started watching for a while. I remember buying UFC 100 on pay-per-view and watching it by myself just because I wanted to see Brock versus Frank Mir. And Brock wasn't won the he, that night. Brock, that's he, when Brock won. That's when Brock won, yeah. Wasn't was he on Ultimate Fighter? Was Brock on no. Ultimate Fighter? No, he was on Ultimate Fighter. No, no, no he, like, he got straight into it. No, 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 I'm saying... As like, you, got a guy, you got a guy like Brock Lesnar, he's going straight to the top. No, he no, wasn't I'm, coach, I'm, Jimmy. No, I'm saying, I'm asking, was he a coach? That's what I was asking. No, Hell he wasn't no. a coach. He ain't going to coach no damn body. No, he doesn't He doesn't have patience for that. He's Brock Lesnar. Yeah. <laughs> so what about some feuds? <laughs> we kind of talked about some feuds with Angle and Roman and Undertaker. Um... Speaking of feuds, I mean, we, we definitely talked about the feuds, but what about some moments? I think we started talking about them. Like, uh, Adam, you just were talking about the boombox, Money in the Bank. Um, but, you know, the moment that I – the moment that I don't remember – will always remember was when the forklift when he, you know, jumped the ring over at SummerSlam. I agree. I, th- I think that right there was one of his greatest moments ever. Yeah. Uh, or, the- or when he always broke his neck when he was with Kurt Angle. The, the milk thing, the, the milk cookies, the, the push-ups, push-up contest, the best, the best friends gimmick, the original best friends gimmick between the, of the modern era. I think like, they still think that the, um, the, the, super, the, the suplex off the top rope with the big show. Oh, oh yeah. That, that, was, that was a great visual. That was um, good. The, when 
like us, when him and our truth, when like I when him and Brock's like I Paul him is not in the rumble. Like getting getting Brock to pop you know, with our truth. Um but, what about when the Hardys uh the Hardys smashed Lesnar with the chair on his day or when he first came in? Oh yeah, they beat the, the crap loud, out of the, 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 the loudest the chair shots. Yeah. They really bought it. <laughs> now there's an, there's another thing Lesnar did. I remember when uh who was it? Seth Rollins. J and J security got him a, a red Cadillac. And Lesnar oh, come out God. there and beat the piss out of that car and rip the back door off the hinge. That was that was nice. Just rip the door off the whole thing. Just because he could. Just he could exactly. And I don't care yeah. if it was gimmicked. You still need to be incredibly strong to do that. Yeah. By getting kicked in the nuts by Undertaker. It yeah, that'd be something you'd remember, wouldn't it? Yeah. The the old yam bag shot. Twice, back to back papers. What about some fantasy booking? Who of you guys like to see Brock Lesnar fight that he hasn't already, or could be any time? Bret Hart. Hmm. That would have been a great match. Oh yeah, him and Bret Hart would have been great. Yeah. Well, um. Mick Foley. Yeah. I I I think a good Mick Foley. And him would have been because Mick Foley would have took a beating for him. Jerry you know I mean, who's your name? Prime Terry Funk. Ah, Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Terry Funk. Same thing as Mick Foley. He would have took a beating. Like he would have took that beating and kind of kept him up. I was thinking Mick, of guys like Dory Funk Jr. who could wrestle. And Brock would be able to wrestle him. Can which, Brock wrestle which, though? Which can Brock wrestle? Yeah. Brock Lesnar was an NCAA world champion. Brock Lesnar can wrestle. I, no, I know, I know he can, but I'm I'm talking about TV wise. Like well, again, his you go character. back to the you go back to the Eddie Guerrero matches, the Benoit matches, the Rock matches, like those those that version of Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yeah, that that right there, I can see. Yeah, that version of Brock Lesnar. Jerry Briscoe. Jerry Briscoe's another good one. How about Brock Lesnar and um oh crap, who was I thinking? I just had I mean I went blank, my fault. <laughs> Steve Austin. Steve Austin, I put him down too, Jimmy. Steve Austin's stun him and that's it. <laughs> I've got I've got um Andre. Yeah. Andre would have been good. What about what about a Chris Jericho? Oh, I was yeah. just thinking with Andre, like if you put Lesnar in Hogan's spot at WrestleMania three, and instead of the body slam, he gives Andre the F five. Oh, that would have been huge. Right? Yeah, that would have been good. Um, Chris Jericho would have been good. What about Brock, um Brock Lesnar, Harley Race? Brock Lesnar, Harley uh, Race. Yeah. Bam Bam Bigelow. Um, oh, Bam Bam would have been fun. A Brock Lesnar versus a young Stu Hart. 
Who says hard? A Lesnar and a young Ric Flair. Well, I'm saying the Ultimate like a, Warrior. I'm saying the guy's like a stretcher. Um, oh gosh, Ultimate Can Warrior. Ultimate Warrior in the same room or same ring? No, that, the two that muscle, two biggest muscle guys, like just going at it. Actually, hey, Lesnar hey, and um, Lesnar and Yokozuna Warrior. What Ben? Yokozuna. Oh, that would be fun. Mm. Yeah, I reckon Kido? Lesnar could get him up. Hey, any of the any of the Von Erich boys? What about mm. Lesnar and Lesnar and Nature Boy Buddy Rogers? I think you could put Lesnar with anybody, and he'd have a great match. That's what. Oh, I just, about. I just him thought and of Bruno. a good one. Le- him and Bruno, Le- Lesnar and Brody. Oh yeah, I think everybody uh, Brody. That would be Tito that would be good, man. Tito Santana. He'd kill Tito. <laughs> I love Tito Santana. He'd kill him. Yeah, he would. Oh no. Lesnar would do great with everybody. Yeah, yeah. he really would. I think it'd be a standoff between him and Bruno. Yeah, imagine him. Imagine, imagine him as a heel in the '80s with Bobby Heenan as his manager. Oh gosh, yeah. And you know, I could see him with I could see him with Jimmy Hart, and then him finally getting fed up with Jimmy Hart, just f fiving him. Jimmy Hart doing all that jumping around and everything else. You have left a planned route. Yep. I will provide additional guidance after you completed your. I got turn call. that shit down. <laughs> Sorry. All right, I got a mic drop right here. Yeah. Brock Lesnar versus a young Dusty Rhodes. Ooh. Nice. Could yep. work. I think that'd be a good one. Think it I, mean, would I, I think it would work. So, Ben, we got any Brock Lesnar questions? We have a few. Um, well, Mike, you already covered one from your dad. Why, why is he called the Beast? Yep. You just have to look at him. Um. Adam Jefferson from the Zip Code Bros has oh, a question. He's contributing something to today's show. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. <laughs> so right, given... Hey, Ben, I ran across one more. Yeah. Brock Lesnar, Barry Windham. Ooh. I think Brock, you know what? Ooh. I'll say this. I think Brock is one of those guys who could be timeless across any generation. Him and Barry Windham yes. would beat the hell out of each other, though. Oh, heck yeah. But you look at guys. I mean, you just look at guys from all 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 way, walks of life. Like even the grapplers of the the mid fifties, guys like Luthez and Danny Hodge. He could probably go with them too. I think he can hang uh, with anybody. I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, buddy. I'm sorry. No, no, no that's that's a good one. That's a good one. Because I'm thinking like Barry Windham in like the NWA era, and Lesnar rocking up, looking the way he does. Oof. Like oh, 88, yeah. 89. Ooh. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Yeah, but imagine yeah. Like Brock Lesnar and Scott Hall oh. in his prime. Ooh. Yeah. No, all actually, right. Um, I'll tell you, we could talk about Lesnar all day. I think. Oh, one, yeah. I think one thing that people are going to start talking about is Lesnar has got to be one of the top five of all time. I mean, he's got to start being on somebody's Mount Rushmore, I would imagine. I think he's close to it. Right? Honestly. Like, he has to be close to it. 
because he can do it all. Like he comes in as the beast and destroys people, but he can go in that match and do a wrestling match if he wanted to. Yeah, I guess I guess his promos let him down just a little bit though, in terms of where he ranks on the all-time list. That's a good. That's a good. Mm. Not lately though. His last couple of promos have been pretty good. Yeah. I mean, he's came out without Paul Heyman, and he's cut pretty good like promos on 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 a lot of things. Brock and Mister Perfect. Yeah. Hey, uh, Adam, they actually had a dark match on Raw in 2002, I think. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I think it's on YouTube. I would check that out. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, so Adam wants to know, given his success with NCAA wrestling, MMA and pro wrestling combined, with almost making an uh, NFL roster, despite having a torn groin and lack of football experience, is there an argument for Brock to be a modern-day Bo Jackson? Oh, that's an interesting question. I say no, because he's better than Bo Jackson. <laughs> Bo Jackson couldn't wrestle. But I only think, because of that reason. Yeah, I think it's a different type of athlete. I, you know, he's, he's one of – I would say – I would say it's different only because Brock is the combat sport guy. He's a two-sport combat guy, which is crazy to be successful in both avenues, in both, um, not avenues, but both arenas like that. Because you look at a guy like CM Punk, and not to knock CM Punk, but guy got crap beat out of him. Yeah. Brock won the the world, the UFC heavyweight championship. Like, it's... And that's that's not scripted. Like that's no. he he has to go in there and beat somebody's butt. To do he didn't beat no scrub neither. He didn't beat no just any guy either. Right. He's a once in a generation athlete. Yeah. He, he is. Yeah. He is a he's a generational talent. Correct. And, and yeah. I, under, I, I understand. I understand the comparison to Bo Jackson, but I would almost put him against like. Compared to like Deion Sanders, yeah, because of how good of an athlete Deion Sanders is. Yep. Look at him. Look at. I mean, Deion was a hell was a hell of a player, and I think he's actually a great, a great coach. Deion. All right. Um. So up next, we've got Brad Stanton from the Kickout Crew. So Who? he wants Who? to know. Who? 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 <laughs> He's from, he's from your show. From your Ooh, show. That's not, that's not my show. That's Mike's show. We, we don't acknowledge him. It's all right. He he just talks on there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Shout out to Brad. Um, so pop quiz from Brad. How many times has Brock Lesnar tapped out? Ooh. Is it? There's no. I don't have the answer, by the way. I'm hoping you guys do. <laughs> No, we don't. Well, if you were to pre-question us the answer um, or the question. I think it's only once. No, has, he, has he tapped out right yet? Twice. Twice. He's tapped out twice. Kurt Angle? Kurt Angle, taker. According to Google, it's been four times. To Angle, Angle and Benoit. 
I was gonna say, well, I don't, I don't think he tapped out to take her. Like, I think he just, I don't, I don't remember tapping out to take her. Like, and going or crazy. Oh, I can see. Yeah, I, I agree with it. Taker was SummerSlam 2015 when, uh, after, like a year, year and a half after he beat the streak. Okay, here it is. SummerSlam 2003, Brock versus Kurt Angle. September 16th, 2003 on SmackDown. Uh, <laughs> after Brock pinned him, it was a 60-man Iron Man match. And Angle actually made Lesnar tap out. Again. Uh, Survivor Series 2003, Team Angle, Team Lesnar, 505 Survivor Series Elimination. Uh, Lesnar tapped out. At Benoit made Lesnar tap. Brought Lesnar. And then the last one is December 2nd. SmackDown, Benoit made Lesnar tap out again. So it's Angle and Benoit. Okay. Only, only there two. we go. All right. Brad's next question is, do you think Brock had a poster of Sable on his wall when he was a kid? <laughs> oh, I'm sure, yes. Definitely, I'm yes. Say, yeah. I'm going to say no, only because when Sable came into WWF, Brock was about 20 years old. So I don't think too many 20-year-olds have posters. Do you, like think he has poster, do you think he has a poster of her on the wall now? <laughs> no, he just he just has her on the wall now. Yeah, yeah, right. I think the question is: Is Brock by Sable's Playboys before they were together? Yeah, <laughs> probably. Hell yeah. yeah. I think Brock yeah. has had a picture of Sunny on his wall. <laughs> Sunny days. Yes, sir. Um, okay, last one is from Bobby D. Bobby Duncan. What are each of your thoughts on Brock quitting WWE so many times? And it's none says, of your business, I Bobby. Think, I don't. I don't think I would hire a person like that. Um, I think you know. I think the first time, I think Bruce Bruce Pritchett kind of said that he was just immature and he really didn't understand and he really didn't. And he wanted to try football, so he didn't really handle it very well. But I think the last couple of times that he's been there, I think he's been professional every single time. Yeah, he's he he let the match go the way it's supposed to go. You I know, mean, if we're going to talk about immature, you got to think of Randy Orton, too, though. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I think everybody has a touch of it in the beginning of their career. Yeah, but Lesnar and Randy had a lot of it. Yeah. Which they is kept funny. them around, and look what happened. Well, it's it's just funny, because you, you give longer leashes to really talented people. Well, Vince yeah. is going to do what's best for business, which is why he brings oh, people yeah. back several times. Oh, of so. Oh, for sure. Hey, yeah. um, hey, hey, Ben, I don't want to step over you, but I got another question for Zip Code Bros. Yeah. From uh, Mike Whitaker. Who? What is your uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar pizza? There we go. Ah, uh, yes, there we go. <laughs> I think it's an everything pizza with, like, literally everything. It's got to be loaded. It's because it's the beast. The name of it is the beast. Mm. This is the frame. Definitely meat meat lovers. Yep, it's a supreme plus meat lovers pizza. Like it's got literally everything on. Like it's a, it's a heavy slice. It's the beast. That's right. Yeah. I, I was thinking um double double meat lovers plus jalapenos. Oh, there you go. Kick no, in there. 
and like a deeper pan like crust. Yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Got gotta have it in there. That kick, you know, when you take that bite in there, you got that that kick in there. Just uh, do it. So no, mine's gonna be a double, double meat lovers with jalapenos. Is a broth pleasure pizza. Right. He's probably so got double call- meat. He's probably got a steak. He's probably got grilled chicken on there. He's probably got everything on there. And do we call it the beast, or do we call or do we call it the F five? Oh uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, you gotta call that the five. F five pizza. Can we call oh, pizza uh, right now and order F five pizza? <laughs> <laughs> or or we, we could also be called. Do you have a pizza hut? What what's yours pizza? Yeah, we got Pizza Hut and Domino's as the main chain so over here. Okay. It it could be the Paul Heyman special also. We I usually go to uh have you guys ever heard of Mod Pizza? What, what is it, Molly? Molly Pizza? Mod, M-O-D. Oh, yeah, no, I haven't heard of that one. It's like a, it's almost like a, it's a pizza. It's it's pretty good. It's like almost like a wood fire type of uh, pizza. Mm-hmm. So it's a chain around here, but um, it's, it's, uh, it's, that's, that's my go-to pizza around here. I, there was a place in Daytona I used to get pizza from. I think it was, it was called like Giovanni's or something like that. Mm-hmm. And... But this was like the pizza you would have to eat with a fork. Oh, okay. Like, like, you got the Supreme and everything else. Like you had, it was, that was like one of the best pizzas there was. You know, I mean, you, if, you, if you could order them besides Papa John's or Pizza Hut, Domino's, everything else, you would order them. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I don't order any of that fast food pizza. Yeah, it's a little mom pop shop, you know, that did it and greatest pizza you ever had. Yeah. Oh no, absolutely. And that's what I miss. I mean, God, I'm from I'm from New York, the best pizza in the world. It's yeah, so, exactly. It's so, I, I got so spoiled growing up that you just you could just go get it anywhere you want to get it. But yeah, no, pizza's uh pizza's the best, man. That's why I love this question. Like living in New York, I bet the little mom and pops were better than Oh yeah, like I said we. Not, I never went to Pizza Hut, Domino's. I never went there. I was. Just, I never went there. I always went to the Mom and Pops. Yeah, I yeah. thought Chicago Mom, had the best pizza. Mom and Pops uh, New York's got the best pizza. Well, in my, my opinion, in my opinion, New York's got the best pizza. Some people like. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm gonna agree with you, Gallagher. Yeah, thank I you. I love New York pizza. Yeah, th- this is coming from a guy that's in Idaho or something. <laughs> from New York. <laughs> I'm speaking of uh, speaking of food, Mike, yeah. oh, you yeah. got a Mike's meat minute. Actually, you know what I do, and I got a simple recipe for you guys. So if you guys don't want to go out and cook a big food. What you want to do is get a say three packs of chicken ramen noodles. Take them up, crunch them, throw them in. Throw them in the frying pan. Add about a cup of water to it. Fry them up. Let that get soft. While you're doing that, you want to take a couple chicken slices. Slice them up. Dice them up. Do what you got to do. Throw them in there and throw it in with the chicken. Once everything gets done, you add the chicken seasoning from the Roman noodles. And you have a good little chicken pasta. If you say, 
very good, okay. very quick, very easy. And you have real meat in there, and it's it's very good. That's awesome. So like just like a chunk the chicken is what you're saying. Yeah, like I I do the um I go to Ingalls all the time, and they have the like um fajitas chicken. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like sliced chicken. It's yeah. sliced real thin and everything else. All you gotta do is take that and slice it up a couple slice like up, yeah. little blocks. Yeah. And throw that in there. But you don't want you don't want to boil it. You don't want to, you know, put it in the microwave. You take take the ramen noodles and throw it in a frying pan and add like a cup of water to it and fry it up. And it, uh-huh. then it'll get soft. Once it gets soft and everything else, and you add the chicken seasoning that comes with the ramen noodles. And I'm telling you, it's it's a game changer. Uh, it sounds and awesome. You can even do it with shrimp. If you want to do the shrimp ones. Oh, the shrimp, shrimp. Yeah, the shrimp one sounds good. Uh, add the shrimp to it. Yeah. I'm telling you, it, it's a game changer. When you have uh, that that meaty flavor in the noodles, yeah, it, it, it's a game changer. Oh, that sounds really good. And it's inexpensive to make, too. Yeah, it's very, it's very cheap. Yeah. Like, very cheap to do. I'm putting, I mean, uh, I'm putting it on my Walmart list right now. <laughs> I mean, you, you can go buy, you know, a thing of shrimp for a couple of dollars and get you a couple of things of noodles. I mean, like three three packs of noodles is all it really takes. That's and cool. It it's amazing. You can do chicken. You can do shrimp. If you're gonna do beef, do steak with it. It's amazing. All right. Sorry, I'm adding it to my list, my uh, food list right now, so uh, I don't forget. I'll be waiting for a review when you do it. Yeah, no, I definitely will do that. That's a good idea. So, speaking of decent ideas, uh, we're going to try to do some what that mean. So, for mm. our new listeners, what that mean is we have a phrase that we say over in the United States and we give it to Ben and in his best American accent, he tries to uh, say what we say. And then in our best Australian accent, we try to say what he says. So we will try our yeah. best to do it. So today's what that means is good looks. So good looks, not like really good, not like pretty or not like good looking. Good looks as in good looking out for me. Good looks on sending me that book, Ben. Good looks on sending me that book, Ben. <laughs> all right, all right. It sounds what, better what if you say, you? "Hey, hey, good looking out." <laughs> what uh, Gallagher? Gallagher. Speaking of that, what book are you talking about? Ben, I am talking about Mister Has book over here, which is the history Ooh. of the Hasbro figures that Mister Ben sent me. So it's got it. It's got every single line. It's got every detail. It's got every single figure in there um it's it's incredible it's it's got every single figure ever made it's got all the series it's got um it's got what they uh it's got the notes on them how available they were and how rare they were it's it's freaking it's it's unbelievable so um a couple weeks ago we were talking about figures and the hasbro figures and ben's like oh i got something to show you and he showed us the hasbook 
and I was just talking about how that's so awesome, and I started looking for it on eBay, and I couldn't really find it. And then I just, and then today I got something on my front door, and I'm like, oh, this is awesome. That, so, that's awesome. That is amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, it's, it's cool. Gallagher. So I've I've listened to almost every podcast. I can't say everyone, but almost every podcast that you guys do. Thank um, you. Is there not something you're supposed to spin? While you're on your podcast, uh, you are true, sir. Yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. We're in episode twenty-four, and he spun that three times. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Whitaker. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. <laughs> Have we got uh, Jimmy That's and Bama for the uh, second part of what that means? Yeah. Right. I'm here. I, I was I was muting myself for. All right. So, Whitaker, you can go first. So, what you want to say is, "You little ripper." Yeah, little ripper. Okay. Gallagher. You little ripper. A little English, but not bad. <laughs> at least it's not. At least it's not like my 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 own accent. <laughs> Jimmy, you're up. The looks. What the hell? No. Nope. You little ripper. You little ripper, you. That's a good one. Ref. You little ripper. <laughs> nice. Little Do you guys ripper. have any idea what that means? Uh, he farted. Nope. nope. Joker. Thanks, sir. Nope. Uh, this is a PG episode, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> Not really. I mean, uh, you know, refer? I mean, referee? What do you think? Without no, Googling no. it. No, I'm not. I'm talking to a friend of mine. Uh, little Ripper. Hey, hey, little fella. It actually means that's terrific. Ah. Like, you little ripper. Like, go. Awesome. I'm going to use yeah. that. I'm going to use that one day. I it's guess Jack, Jack the Ripper. How is that good? You little ripper. Jack the Ripper. You little ripper. No. You little ripper. And to be fair, I've never said you little ripper in my normal life. So... <laughs> So what what do you say then? Uh, like, like, well, because it means that's terrific. I would say, oh, that's great. <laughs> Just something <laughs> as easy as that. That's terrific. Yeah. You little ripper. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell my kids next time they do something. They bring me home something good from school. I'm like, you little ripper. <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna do it. I like it. You should. You should. They can look Let me know. Like, what? Let me know what, what they say. Yeah. All right, so Mike, I feel like would be doing a disservice if we didn't give Ben like a southern version of 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 all this going on. So we need to give him like a southern term and get him to say it. Yeah, go for it. Jimmy won a round two. Here's round two. All right. 
Let's go. I want to meet you over yonder. All right, meet you over yonder. You know what yonder? You know what yonder means? Over there. It means it's over yonder. Mm-hmm. Over yonder. It means it's over <laughs> there. Okay. It's over there. But, but it could be anywhere. Do you? How often do you say that though in your Pretty day? Pretty regular day around here. Really? Okay. All right. So it's not a stereo. Where's where is the road? It's over yonder. Over yonder. Hey, where'd you put your hat? What's over yonder? It's even a so it, thing here in the Midwest. Hey, have you seen my keys? Oh, you put them down over yonder. Okay. Yeah. And if, so you, it, if it they are over yonder, they're over. Not over there. They're over. 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 I've set my hat down over. Over there. Oh, there. So it's no, either over or yonder. Take the H out. Over. Yeah. Oh, no, you said the. You just use it there. Yep. Over. It's over. 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 Yep. Over. 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 Yep, not over there. Over. Over. Yonder. So next time, yonder. Yep. So Bain, next time you, your kids ask for something, you say, it's, it's over yonder. Over. Yonder. <laughs> over. <laughs> over. I reckon. I reckon it's over. I reckon. I'll do that. Do you know what I'll I reckon I'll, means? I'll, cho- I'll chew some straw and tobacco at the same time. Do you, do you know what I reckon means? Yeah, we use reckon all the time. Oh, dear. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I reckon. That's a very... Yeah. I reckon it's over there. I reckon... So, so all southerners chew straw and dip? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes, that's what I've never dipped a day in my life. I it's reckon not, that might be a, a different story, though. I have put straw in my mouth. I have done that. <laughs> that was fun. That was fun to get this southern, uh, what that means. Yeah. Where's your hat, man? I reckon it's over yonder or over. <laughs> over. Yeah. Over. 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 All right. No, there's no Seg- dust. It's bad. Segment over. Hey, Jimmy. Where are you <laughs> Made the first made the first uh, stops at this. This is this is the redneck version of the kickout bros. <laughs> <laughs> zip code crew. Oh zip code bros. And uh, uh first 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 Detroit uh, Lions just the Detroit Lions just upset the Kansas City Chiefs in the first game of the season. Uh, oh good job. Maybe. Hold on. I mean, I'll tell you. And he's a call and check on Zoe Lopez. Yeah, exactly. Well, tomorrow's Rebel's birthday, so he'll be perfectly fine. He'll get over it. Yeah. All right, next one we got is Mike's Music Block Corner. So uh, this week's song is uh, Everybody's Talking by Harry Nilsson. Uh, and the lyric that is in this song is, I want to go where the sun keeps shining through the pouring rain. And to me, what that means is, you look for the bright spot in the negative. So in this case, he looks for the sun shining in the pouring rain. So yeah, we um. So that's one thing that I uh, I feel like is just you got to keep thinking about it. You got to keep going for it, and you just got to keep looking for the you know the sunshine in the pouring rain. And uh, I remember uh, I was mowing the lawn once, and it started to and it started to drizzle out. So it was the rain clouds came out. And then I was looking over my left shoulder, and like the sun started shining through the pouring rain. It was it was raining out, 
And I just started laughing. I'm like, all right, things are going to be okay, right? Like, I found the sunshine through yeah. the rain. And then things were okay. Um, so it's just a good lyric, and it's a good song. So that's Everybody's Talking by Harry Nilsson. Okay. When did that song come out? Oh, I came out in the, what I will, I will tell you. It's a great, great, great question. When Gallagher was a teenager, probably. I don't know. That's also a good pickup line, Ben. All you got to do is tell a lady, hey, you're my sunshine after the rain, darling. There you go. Yeah. You're my awesome. sunshine and my rainbow after the rain. There you go. If I know one thing, it's, it's pickup lines. <laughs> sure I need your help with I need your help with those pickup lines. I tried. There's no help for you, buddy. 1969, uh, Ben. 1969. Right. There's always help for me. Yeah, but I'm not specialized in that kind. <laughs> I'm just a little old referee. <laughs> <laughs> Are you refereeing this weekend? I'll be somewhere Friday night and Saturday night. Oh, okay. I'm refereeing for three different organizations now. Wow. That's awesome. I think as we record right now, I've got 32 matches in. That's great. Really? Yep. Two main events, two title matches. And two shows this weekend. Where are you going to be this weekend? Why don't you tell everybody? It's a place called Piedmont Friday night. We're actually live on YouTube. Uh, every Friday yeah. night we're live. Uh seven central, eight eastern. And then uh Saturday is two shows. We're doing one show for special needs people, like doing a uh, like a thing to to get money together, I guess, and help adult special needs people. Oh, that's fantastic. And then the second show we're doing for, for the full audience. That's fantastic. Very cool. Is that the same? Uh, where exactly you're going to be, and where can we find you? Like, like buy tickets. Uh, let's see here: Spartan Wrestling Saturday night, Pro South Wrestling Friday night. Next weekend will be Pro South Friday night, and then New South Wrestling next Saturday with the new NWA Women's Champion Kenzie Page on the card. That's awesome. I saw that card that you. I saw that card posted on. Uh, what you posted on Facebook. I saw that. That was really cool. It's amazing what she's done at such a young age, too. Right. She's only like 22, 23 years old. It's crazy. She'll be in WWE soon enough. It's crazy. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. She has to. Cool. Well, some. Uh, I do. I dare ask for some Jonesy's jokes. Oh, you would love some, wouldn't you? <laughs> it, Gallagher, is this the time we go on mute? Uh, yeah. No, no, no. It's, mute our video. it's when we mute our audio and go off video. <laughs> Adam's off video because he's taking notes. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> ah, how, damn it. Who told him? Who told him? <laughs> All right. Are we ready? Ready, yeah. as, ready as we're going to be. All right. I know it's my wife. Hey, I know. So, Whitaker, because you listen to this, don't you? You know, watch. <laughs> well, I got to put my glasses it. on, too. Hold on. I had to put my glasses on. Yeah. It's just a gimmick. That's all it is. It helps me. I know. Well, I had to put my glasses on, too, just for the gimmick. 
He's got to put his glasses on to listen. (laughs) Hang on. You're putting your glasses on to steal my gimmick. Who would do that on a podcast? Who would steal gimmicks? Yeah, I don't know. That's preposterous. Whoever whoever does that should be hard and fair. They're the worst people, I reckon. I reckon. I'd send them over under somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Over. (laughs) Over there. (laughs) <laughs> All right. First one. Is my wife dissatisfied dissatisfied with my body? A tiny part of me says yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Okay, number two. Very good. <laughs> in my la- in my last job, my my wages were paid in vegetables. I left there because I was unhappy with the salary. Oh, boy. Mm. Very good. I like that. Number three. Dad, can I eat the cake in the fridge? <laughs> sure, but the dining room would be more comfortable. Ooh. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now, this next one, I, I, I wrote this one. I thought of it because I was looking for a, uh, another joke, and I just came up with this on the fly, so... Yeah, here we go. Uh, what American insect can fit into your computer? Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> it's a USB. Uh, so two B. So back to back, back to back B jokes. Um, no. No, back to back weeks. You had a B joke last week, I believe. Did I? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. All right, last one. My mum keeps asking me why I have so much candy. She doesn't know I always keep a few Twix up my sleeve. Give me a break. Give me a break. First one was good. I'll give you a kick right. hat. There you go. All right. So since you said that, and I sent one off on ours, so I'm not going to need to answer this one, but I got a question for y'all. Right. Was something you see every day but you do not see with your eyes. John Cena. <laughs> yeah, I Am don't I know. Am I up? Yeah. I don't All right. Know. Well, because I know this one's going to drop before we do. So. Is it time? I guess we're going to listen, listen to the other podcast uh, on the answer. All right. You want to do a cliffhanger? I am. I mean, why not, right? What the fuck is this horse shit? But, no. I what like, do you I see like, every day, like but you do not see with your eyes? Is it time? Nope, not time. All right. He's nuts. Tune into the kickout crew on this week's episode for the answer. Bad thing is, I was on the episode and I still don't know what it is. <laughs> Right on, right on. Well, all right, Jonesy, Jonesy, Jonesy. Thank you so much. Well, Michael Whitaker, where can we find you guys? Plug away. Uh, guess- well, you can find me at Whitaker1028 on Twitter and Instagram and um, something else and something else. And you can also find us at at the Kickout Crew on Twitter, Instagram, and wherever you can find your podcast. YouTube, TikTok. 
and the premier streaming network now. On the podcast, the Kickout Crew podcast on the premier streaming network or where you can find podcasts anywhere and check it out. It's your show. It's it's amazing show. It's like five, six guys <laughs> hanging out. You feel like you just fly on the wall. It's uh it's really awesome. Check it out. I can't oh, wait. things about it. So we don't get we don't get any waka waka jokes from Bama? No, I fall hey, nine in the day. We don't need them. If I was gonna do mine, I should have done it first because Ben's was better than mine. I ain't afraid to tell you. Hey, we've got it. We've got it. Uh, we've got the evidence. You just said that. You're on star turn by turn. Oh, oh you're still driving. That's okay. I think it kind of adds color to the podcast. It does. It's great. <laughs> oh, just um, just while I think of it, where while we're giving out shout outs. Uh, shout out to Pastor Tim. He's got a new podcast coming out shortly called Wrestling with Randomness. Um, I recorded an episode with him yesterday, and uh, I think he drops the first one this weekend. So uh, be on the lookout for him and support what he's doing. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Support support everybody. I mean, you know, we're all family. Support everybody. I mean. Yep. Absolutely. Power do. So... And, uh, and all you can do is. Like and like like and subscribe. Subscribe is what he's trying to say. Subscribe. Yeah, subscribe. <laughs> Thank you, Adam. Hey, you see, time, brother. This is this is my brother's right here. He he knows hey, me. We support each other. Absolutely. All right, Ben. When can we find us? Uh, well, I am on Twitter at AFS Ben Jones, and our podcast can be found on Twitter at Zip Code Bros. But, uh, all right, and check us out on YouTube. Like and subscribe as well. Maybe we can get more than 25 subscribers. Keep pushing for that number. Jimmy, where can we find you? If he's still there. I'm here, sorry. At OG James at free on the Twitter, X, and uh, Instagram, Low Jimmy Sorensen 97. <laughs> and then. And I'm sorry, I'm getting back on the road. Um, yeah, this is fun. Love you guys. Um, thanks, Bama and Whitaker for hopping on and recording with us. Hey, James. All seriousness, take a be safe driving out there, right? Yeah, be I safe. Will. And a suggestion: if you guys get a hundred subscribers on your YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. so you need one of those hot chips. I ain't not doing that nonsense. No, uh-uh. No, thank you. I, I, I was just giving an option out there. All right, so as soon as they get 100 subscribers, you'll do the hot chip. Is that what you're saying? I ain't doing shit. All what right. Y'all, y'all get 200, and I'll, I'll eat a hot chip with Sorensen. All right. I, work I am not. I am not doing a hot chip for one reason, one reason, I have an acid reflex. No. Okay. So, George, you want to do it? I think two of them. <laughs> I'm not doing it. No, thanks. Maybe Ben can do well, it. I mean, I ain't doing it alone for y'all's podcast. Oh. No, no, no. <laughs> I appreciate that. We can do something else crazy, like another type of hot I'll sauce. Do, I won't I'll do, do uh, I won't do anything. Oh, I was just joking. We're joking. Anything, but, Nobody can do no kind of hot chip. Besides Pond Water Dave, Amy, and Dave. 
So I would do anything but eat hot, anything hot. No, you said anything, right? That does not involve eating hot stuff or streaking. Okay. Anything, so nothing hot and nothing drinking. No, um, nothing involves me getting naked. No, well, we aren't. I mean, there's plenty of foods you can eat that has nothing to do with hot. We'll discuss this off off air. Yes, yeah, because you messed up. You messed up saying that around me. <laughs> All right. Well, Gallagher, where can we find you? You can find me on the Twitter or the X at um, at m i k e g r r zero nine zero five, and uh, just you know, like and subscribe us. We uh, just have a lot of fun doing this, so you know. It would be cool if, you know, if uh, some of you guys enjoyed it as well. So from here, partly of the Kickout crew and partly of the Zip Code Bros, I'd like to thank you for our Brock Lesnar episode, and everybody have a great night. Peace. Thank you. Thank you. Come again. <laughs>